we go. The podcast with Pastor Cast. Necessary conversations. What up, dope? <laughs> Justin, what's going on? He was jazzy today, man. <laughs> was <the> it? Intro. <laughs> it must be this Corona stash or something. Everybody <laughs> been clowning me did. on. <laughs> <laughs> I should hate on Justin to take a picture of it right now and post the IG. <laughs> It would be a bad look, folks. We would lose listenership out of that alone. <laughs> you know, it's t- it's too because I missed the handshake. That the that was part of our signature. Part of the intro. Speaking of that, you know, when it ends on uh next week, you know, are you, what uh what are you gonna are you going back to shaking hands yet? Are you ready to start shaking hands and hugging people yet, Pastor? Um, <laughs> <laughs> who who I, I'm not calling it done. Okay. Next week. No. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I've been watching the numbers and I didn't see today. I was pretty busy Yeah. today, but we've, Michigan has been doing a good job of mm-hmm. decreasing the number of new cases every day. Yes. Um, and ultimately that's what I'm watching. Yeah. Um, you know, not a date I'm watching number of new cases and I'm watching treatment. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, yeah. that's what I'm watching. To... Did, did you see or read here in New Zealand? Zero. Oh, was that Australia, I thought? Uh, New Zealand, okay, which is, you know, Australia Junior, right? But yeah, just a little random stuff I thought (laughs) I'd just drop on you real quick. Got to bug you a little bit with some follow-up from last week. Okay. Um, You're kind of going into this, and I could tell us something that you were, uh, I don't want to go as far as say passionate about, but I feel like you have some stuff to say on this, so I just want to dig in on this a little bit further. Okay. We were, uh, you know, having our conversation, and then you had said a statement where you said, you know, you're trying to prefix it and say it softly or gently uh, to not offend people, but you said most people, most people don't have the ability to change their listening style. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you kind of went and expanded into that. And, you know, so I'm going to have you talk about listening styles and why people need to be able to change listening styles mm-hmm. and how it pertains to things naturally and spiritually here today. Yes. But uh, first off, I just want to ask you, you know, to kind of pick up from there, you know, with people don't have not having the ability to change listening style. Well, uh, I think about changing listening styles I think specifically, and um, I was speaking from a personal standpoint, right? I want to make sure and remind everybody how to listen to this podcast, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And the point of it, and I said specifically last week that I hope nobody is trying to be pastored Mm -hmm. by me through this podcast or any other pastor or podcast you may be listening to. Um, And that's because number one, I'm not <clears throat> intending to podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not intending to pastor. I'm intending to podcast. Right. 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 You know, and it's so it's knowing what type of listening you should be doing in each scenario. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's like th- for me as a communicator, um, you know, outside of work, um, there is the podcast. There mm-hmm. is my preaching mm-hmm. and then preaching slash teaching. Okay. And then there is my pastoral council where I'm having individual mm-hmm conversations or direct conversations with someone Mm -hmm. or a couple or a group of individuals and you should be listening a little different Mm -hmm. in all in each of those instances okay and um because we you know don't know well i don't think people know how to listen well in general okay so that kind of and i'm gonna come back to i know we want we're gonna hit on that just in a little bit Mm -hmm. but so i was gonna ask when it comes to being a good listener um, is it hard? If so, why do you think it is hard? So if, quite obviously listening isn't very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's from the telephone game we played when we were kids <laughs> that tell us we don't spend a, ton, a lot of time listening well mm-hmm. to how difficult it is to be a communicator and how many different, um, and being a public speaker, how many different you know, perspectives and perceptions people come away with, mm-hmm. you know, from one person. So if I'm speaking to a room of 500 people, mm-hmm. you know, they could be, and if you ask those 500 people, what did right. pastor say today? Yes. You get 500 different. <laughs> Always amazes me. Answers. And some of those are like, wow, that's nothing like what I said. <laughs> so I do for my personal. So, so I want to just make sure I preface it to say, you know, I'm sure that there are books and, 
and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. articles and and such on people's listening. I'm speaking from my personal experience with being a public speaker, yes, um, and a public communicator, yes. Um, my view on I don't think people are mm-hmm. good at listening. Sure, and you know that's again this is your podcast, so this is a lot of what we're trying to do. Is get <laughs> but I'm just opinion. saying for the record, like yes. I, I, I'm not like a lot of times. I, my opinion is based upon. Some right. study I've read and reading I've done. Well, studies educating. would agree with you. I will just tell you that. In some of the research and things I did leading to this, uh, even prior to this, with prior uh, fields of work in communication, why you have to be an effective communicator is sure. because people list, don't listen well. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go all over all of this stuff, but this uh, one psychiatrist, uh, Dr. John Grohl, gave actually 10 reasons why people are bad at listening. So you can fall into any one of several categories such as self-deception, demanding selfishness, mistrust, uh, defensiveness. So there's a lot of different reasons mm-hmm. like from a natural perspective sure. as to what people are going to struggle with listening. Um, so when it comes to things like that, um, let me ask a question that you hear commonly kind of used in phrases for conversation's sake where you'll be going back and forth with someone mm-hmm. and you'll say, you know what, you hear me, but you're not listening. Can you, in your opinion, then explain maybe the difference between, and then I'm going to throw in a third, hearing, listening, and then from the spiritual standpoint, receiving? Well, I mean, now you're like asking me to do a pretty technical answer (laughs) on on listening and uh, you know Mm -hmm. um i think people hear but they're not listening Mm -hmm. um you know like you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth but um listening is hearing with the intent to understand Mm -hmm. you know with the intent to genuinely understand Mm -hmm. what's being communicated first so that the, the thing about listening is it's doing one thing and one thing only, mm-hmm. and that is attempting to understand the whole of what is being said, mm-hmm. not attempting to decide whether you agree or disagree yet. Like that's not you don't do that yet. Right. Not trying to decide if it applies to you, if it's right or wrong, or mm-hmm. how you're going to respond to it. True listening. You're doing one thing and one thing only, and that is trying to make sure you understand mm-hmm. exactly what is being said. Um, Proverbs 18 and 13 says, mm-hmm. he that answereth the matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame to him. Meaning mm. before you hear the whole thing, before you yeah, understand, yeah. before you genuinely have grasped the whole concept, before you, if you answer, mm-hmm. and some of us don't answer verbally, but we answer and we respond in our head, we dismiss, right. we disagree, before we've actually heard and understood the whole concept. So that's one of the things that I think people don't, like that's the difference between hearing and like listening, genuinely listening, or, you know, however you want to flip those phrases, right? When you received and have taken in the information is, have you genuinely done the work of Mm -hmm. having understood what was being said Mm -hmm. and genuinely just invested in that? And that's a hard skill. And that's a hard thing to do at times. And I think um, it's a gift to be able to do it or it is a skill that you develop over time. Mm. And I think people who have learned to appreciate education, people who have learned to appreciate diversity of thought, people who have learned to contextualize themselves and whatever level of intelligence they have well are generally people that have become pretty good at listening to understand a concept first mm-hmm. and then moving on to agreeing, disagreeing or refuting or responding. Right. But right. those are separate things. People that don't appreciate information, don't appreciate different perspectives. Um, you know, haven't really, I don't want to paint with a broad brush, but maybe this will be a good job in listening today. Cause if I'm not talking <laughs> about you, I'm not talking about you. Um, that aren't really invested in education. Mm-hmm. And by education, I'm not just talking about formal education. Sure. I mean, genuinely educating themselves, right? you know, holistically, generally don't appreciate and aren't great at taking in information to understand it before they go on. 
right. to refute it. Right, right. Because, I mean, and a lot of that plays off what we were talking about last week with all the different racial dynamics going on and, mm-hmm. like, uh, whites coming to black friends right now trying to spark up conversations mm-hmm. and one of the difficulties being listening. So now that we've kind of just scratched the surface and dug into, like, listening at its core, mm-hmm. now let's separate it into um, what you're saying, like, style of listening. Like mm-hmm. now we have to talk about, like you say, it's difficult to listen. And that means it's even more difficult to change style of listening from a technical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, go go into that a little bit more because I know you're talking about the different styles of listening that's required. Well, well, first, so there's two things I want to. So one, one, people may just not be educated on how to listen in different circumstances. And, I, and mm-hmm. again, once once again, this is a personal thing I'm talking about from like listening to me. Mm-hmm. Dorian cast right um but the other thing I think that makes it difficult for people to switch listening styles is we are too self-centered mm-hmm. so like that mm-hmm. article you were citing of 10 different reasons yep. um I, they're all probably right the one I would sum all of it up as yeah. self-centered and yeah. i'm not and selfish may be one but right. self-centered and always and i've probably done it in this podcast in a previous conversation has made the delineation between selfish and self-centered right, and right. not necessarily the same thing right um but most people that have a hard time listening well and even switching modes of listening mm-hmm. are sometimes too self-centered when it comes to information, right? They mm-hmm. can't remove themselves from it. Right. Everything right. they hear, they have to weigh against themselves. When it even and that that always amazes me, right? That people can be that that somebody can be offended by a podcast yeah. when I don't even know who listens to this. So how <laughs> could I be talking right to you? But I genuinely don't like my I know my wife does. <laughs> that's, about, that's about I know yeah. my wife does and I know your wife listens. Right. So I right. know those are the two listeners that faithful. I'm cert- faithful <laughs> listeners that I'm certain of. Yeah. Jalisha Cast and Tremaine Maney Watson. <laughs> shout out to our faithful two listeners. So Big I know if 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 nobody else, we're gonna have two listens to the podcast every week. Right. Yes, sir. Um but outside of that. I don't know who listens and it amazes me that people could actually be offended and take personally things I say on here. And again, and I say that because, um, you know, I know that that's happened because Mm -hmm. on some occasions people like, Hey, I checked out your podcast and I've gotten that feedback. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like, I didn't even know you were listening. Wow. That's amazing. And I'm (laughs) glad you're listening, but I am shocked that you were offended. But then also I know then, okay. On a Sunday morning, Right. I'll be preaching and there'll be 500 people right. in the room. And then I've had people come up personally offended. And yes. that is so very self-centered mm-hmm. that you have to play, that you would place yourself at the center mm-hmm. and as the direct, you know, the person I was talking to, mm-hmm. even when I don't know you're listening, I don't see you. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you turned it on. I don't know what again for the. I don't know what's going on in your life. So either this right. applies to you or it doesn't. But that the information has to flow through the filter of you mm-hmm. all the time. Like I know a lot of people disagree with things that I either say on this podcast or that I preach, mm-hmm. and they disagree with it not because it's wrong in principle, but because it's wrong as it applies to them. Sure. And that's what Definitely. would make them dismiss it because it's wrong as it applies to them. Well, none of us are the arbiters of truth and none of us are the filter through which everything has to flow in order to be deemed true. Right, that's right. so self-centered. And that's why uh, some people have a hard time listening yeah. because they center themselves and whether they agree or disagree, whether it applies to them or it doesn't apply to them, how it makes them feel in any given moment. Right. Mm-hmm. That gets mingled in with the truth of what was said. Right. Or right. the principle of what was said. And that, and you can't be a great listener if you are at the center and not the information mm-hmm. and not what's being shared first. Okay. So uh, I want to make two comments with that or mm-hmm. questions to that. Um, 
one, I would say that uh, a lot of people, because we all have things that we bring to the table per se, right? Mm -hmm. When we come to whatever, we bring ourselves and our experiences. Sure. So that automatically influences our perception of something, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And with that being said, it almost plays into, I'll, I'll turn a hat on that and say, a good thing, like when you're preaching about something, and at that point in time, that's what that person needed to get saved and mm -hmm. say, oh, he's talking to me. Sure. Like, I know a million times people come up and say, Pastor, you were preaching to me. Absolutely. And so it's also, uh, quote unquote, a good thing, right? It can be. Mm. As long as the process happens in the right steps okay that first you ensure that you have understood the principle the truth of what's being said first mm -hmm. and then see if it because there's been people that have said pastor you was talking right to me and mm -hmm. then they tell me what i said to them and i'm like that's not what i was saying <laughs> right so right. hey i'm i'm you know, is it a good thing for you to feel like I was talking right to you? Sure. But I yeah. am torn because you didn't stop to first ensure you understood mm -hmm. the truth of what I was saying before you took it that next step right. and applied it to you or not. That's all I'm saying is you can't like the, the information and concepts have to stand on their own first before we put them through the filter of us. Okay. That and that's what genuine learning and education. That's why I refer to learning and education. Right. First is you never come. We don't now. And I'm, of course, we always bring our perceptions. We always bring you yeah. know our past experiences to every right situation. But when you sit down in chemistry, when you sit down in 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 you know physics class, or when you sit down in you know a journalism class, it, it doesn't even have to be a hard science, right? Mm -hmm. You come to that saying, okay, they're getting ready to sh bring me information. And you take notes on what the professor is saying, and they test you on, did mm -hmm. you understand the information that was shared? Not, does it apply to you? Not, do you agree with it? Not, right. can you use it? Not, not, that's the, none of that is inherent in when you're being educated is we share this information with you mm -hmm. and we just want to see if you mm -hmm. processed and understood what was shared. Right, right. That's all because that is the first part of the exercise. And some people, self-centered people and, and people who are self-centered when they come to subjects. Yeah. And a lot of times they don't respect preaching enough or, right. you know, they don't, they may not respect this podcast enough. They may not respect me enough mm -hmm. to give me the, the, the space to yeah. say, I just need to hear and learn what he's saying first before I then go yeah. to deciding whether or not I agree with it or disagree with it because a lot of people disagree with me and they you didn't understand conceptually what I was saying. Because right. one thing, and I and I say, and again, because I'm talking personally today, and this is because yeah. I think this is a little more, this is maybe a throwback episode to early on in our days of, hey, a little bit more about how to listen yeah. Yeah. Uh, to this podcast. I tell people this all the time. I'm crazy, but I ain't crazy. <laughs> like I say crazy things I may say sometimes harsh things I may say sometimes mm -hmm. things that are uh, a little radical yeah. you know as compared to what other people may say they may be very sharp but I know I ain't crazy though <laughs> that if you ever listen to what I'm saying I'm not saying you'll agree with it I'm not right. saying you'll automatically start doing it I'm not saying you'll change what you think mm -hmm. to what I'm saying but if you actually stop and if I'm fussing, if I'm frowned up, and that means in this podcast when I'm preaching anytime, if you actually stopped and listened to what I was saying, not saying you're going to say, okay, I, I'm on Pastor <laughs> Dorian's side, but right. you'd say, I understand what he's saying, uh -huh. and I understand what he's, where he's coming from, because I'm crazy, but I ain't crazy. <laughs> you know, like that's all, yeah. I always said it about myself. I said, I'm crazy, but I ain't crazy. So I, I, I generally tend to be coherent. Right, right. Coherent. Now, again, coherence doesn't automatically mean right. Coherence just means it follows logical right. steps, you know. And um, But some people, like, they jump off the, mm -hmm. the, the, the train because of what they think or what they feel, like what's being shared, how it makes them feel. 
Right. And then all of us, and that's what a lot of times spins a lot of people out mm-hmm. and they move on to agreeing or disagreeing because of how it made them feel. Yeah. And that was kind of one of the things I was kind of saying, like with how do, how do you, do you have any suggestions as to how one can separate themselves from it so they can receive, like to not feel and to hear, receive, understand. And then. Yes. When you work on formally educating yourself. Or on educating yourself on any given topic, you have to make a habit of reading both sides of arguments. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you learn to understand and learn a topic is by reading both sides. That's why, you know, in debate class that would they would make you wouldn't know which side of the right topic you were going to argue until you got up there they'd say you need to argue you stand at the podium and they say you're going to argue the affirmative and you're going to you know argue against and to truly know that you've mastered the concept you would have to be able to argue for it or against it right Right. so when you do a wreck make it a regular habit of learning both sides of arguments learning both sides of Topics. What you find out is there are reasonable, like, man, I. It, yeah. What you find out is there are reasonable people, mm-hmm. generally, yeah, on both sides of most, right, discussions, right, right, right. and that's why you cannot, you don't have to react so emotionally and viscerally mm-hmm. when something disagrees with you because you can disagree with me and still be reasonable once you've done the work of exposing yourself to counter arguments regularly. That's one of the things I don't think a lot of people do and a lot of church people don't do and don't do well is they've never exposed themselves to counter arguments of things that they care deeply about. Mm-hmm. So it's so offensive whenever something they hold deeply mm. is challenged mm-hmm. because they've never intentionally exposed themselves to the other side. So I do. And I'm mm. not sending anybody on the journey <laughs> that I go on. I was going to say, it might be. <laughs> so there's, listen, I don't say some, it often. Some murky waters for yeah, some people, There's levels right? to this. Yeah. There's levels to this. But there's almost nobody I won't read. Mm-hmm. There's literally, there's almost nobody. There's no position. There is no take. There is no atheist. There is, there, there's nobody mm-hmm. I won't read to at least Nietzsche, God is dead. I'm going to read him. He said, you say God is dead. All right. Let me read why you would say such a thing. And when you expose yourself and things you hold deeply, Mm -hmm. when you become accustomed to to exposing yourself to the counter arguments, then you can separate your emotion and, 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 and be more cerebral with information and not be so offended when deeply held beliefs mm-hmm. are challenged. Okay. So let me ask you, uh, cause then I'm going to go into really dig into what we were going leading all up towards. How do you maybe see when you're in a position where you're feeling these emotions or you're seeing it that, uh, you can really tell which side of something that you're on it. I am listening. I'm just angry, but I am listening to where I'm just angry. Is there any way you can self examine to see like what side of this that you're on that you've transitioned to a listener hmm. where you've gone from listening well to or vice versa you know so one of the things that i i know i am a curious person by nature yeah sure like i i want to on any given subject i i just want to know more about it the most random thing is it's so odd and yes. weird to my wife like i'll pick one thing <laughs> And all of a sudden, yeah. I become obsessive about learning about it, mm-hmm. just randomly. You know, I, I, was, I was buying Bibles, and I was going to, now all of a sudden, I wanted to kind of upgrade into nicer Bibles. This is my profession. Yeah, I want to invest in my tools. So I started reading about Bibles. Right. And now I know about bindings, you know, all the different types of bindings, the different type of paper printing stocks. You yeah. know the different types of skins. Like I, I, I like I, like I know. I, I just and so one of the things that I recognize is during the course of a conversation, if I stop feeling curious, yeah, like hmm, what 
you know, what else? Mm-hmm. When I stop wondering mm-hmm. and genuinely being curious about what the other person is saying. Right. And I'm just arguing. Sometimes I'm not saying anything, but I can feel myself arguing with them in my head. <laughs> like I've stopped being curious about them and I've started arguing with them, even if I'm still going. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. When the debate started before it's time for the debate to start. <laughs> gathering that thought. Then I know, <laughs> you know, I've stopped listening. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm going to be quite honest. That's that's the thing I wrestle with because I'm a debater. Uh huh. And a little bit. I've <laughs> raised we a family of debaters. <laughs> yeah, Justin and I, we have it out a lot of times off the air, <laughs> you know, and then we get on the air like, <laughs> we've been debating about a subject for an hour. Sometimes we start recording at midnight because we debated for about something completely different completely. for two, two and a half hours. But um, I, I, that's what I struggle with mm-hmm. is, is listening as a debater. Sure. I listen either to refute i listen for inconsistency yeah you know as a debater you know yeah. oh I, it, it I, because debating is about winning right yeah. so it can it isn't even about because i can win even if you're right sure you know and i tend not to debate unless i know i'm right so i tell <laughs> people all the time if i chose to debate you probably want to just go ahead and back up because i know i'm right but I, if even if I can I can win because of I've pointed out an inconsistency. Sure. And now I can tear down your argument right, by just pointing right. out the inconsistency, even if your conclusion was right, but you were inconsistent in building to it. So now yeah. I can poke hole and then knock it over like it's a house of cards. Even though if you asked me about the conclusion, I'd say the conclusion was right. But, but I mean, no, I listen. It's just the, yes. and some people are like, "What?" But yeah. as a debater, that's how you listen. You listen for gaps. You know, you listen for reciting facts and information wrong, yeah. right? So I'm looking for how I'm going to topple their their argument. That's when I know, okay, I've stopped listening well because this yeah. is more about plotting. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, because I'm, and, and this is the crazy part about it, because I'm listening very closely. Mm, mm-hmm. See, as a, as See, a that's debater, what makes it so, yeah. you, listen, I, you listen very closely to what someone is saying. Right, right. Because I'm going to use what you said against you. So sometimes I listen to people better than they're listening to themselves. Because people that aren't debaters are generally kind of careless with their words. Right. Because I'm a debater. I'm not Mm -hmm. careless with my words. Trust me, I know what I said and I said it for a reason. Right. Because I'm prepared for you. Like I said it to make you feel a certain way. Because sometimes this is becoming (laughs) a a lesson on debating. (laughs) To beat some people in debating, you say, if I say something demonstrative and it makes you emotional, I'm getting ready to win. So sometimes that's why, I, and it's inherent in me, yeah. I say brash things yeah, because I know it it disorients yeah. a lot of people because now they can't believe you would say such a thing. And it's not about right or wrong. Right. It's about stoking the emotion. I can't fire. believe you would say something, <laughs> you know, so brash. But I yeah. listen very closely, but I realize because I'm listening closely, but I'm listening with a different intent, I can sense I'm all. Yeah. But that's a debating thing. And some people are like, Pastor Dorian, you're insane. <laughs> but the other side of it that I genuinely have a hard time with is people who are made emotional mm-hmm. by information, who okay. are made defensive, who, you know, who are uh, are offended by information. Mm-hmm. That I don't get it. I don't care what you said. You could say short people should never be allowed to be in charge. It doesn't offend me. I said, well, help me understand why you would say such a thing. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. get how the same way a lot of people don't understand how you could always be listening, preparing an argument because they're just not contentious Mm -hmm. by nature. That's one thing I have a hard time um, understanding is people who get offended Mm -hmm. by somebody's opinion because it genuinely never hits my it never hits an emotional place for me Okay, Okay. at, at all. Uh, Dorian Cash should never be in charge. Oh, okay, help me understand why you would feel that way. Because either it's right or wrong. Like that, you know why I'd be emotional about it. Either it's right <laughs> or wrong, mm-hmm. and I need to do the, you know, because you might share something I had a blind spot about it. And, and if you good enough, I'll go. Guess what? <laughs> Dorian Cash should not be. <laughs> and if your argument does not make logical sense, why would I be emotional about it? I, you know, I just need to understand it. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. That I have a hard time identifying with is people who get emotional 
right. about information. Especially again, when it, I won't get emotion if you said it to me, but let alone if it's said in the air. Into the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. tough for me. But I know that that is a signal that you may be not listening very well if you're feeling personally offended yeah. or personally attacked, especially if the person isn't talking to you. Right, right. Or about you. Right, right, right. Personal. Because I, 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 you just people a lot of times feel that that is being about them when mm -hmm. that's I, why I call it self centered. Yeah. So that's where I, I want you, you know, coming into again transitioning, listening hats, and helping people do that, and point it out. So, like, we'll start off with what we do here, right? Mm -hmm. We're podcasting. Yes. What is that hat that you want our listeners to have on right now? Like, what's the hat that they're yes. listening? Yes. So when when you're listening to the podcast. All I th I think a good result is to just consider what Justin and I are talking about. Like I don't even I I don't think you even has to go. You definitely don't need to think about or start with whether or not you should do what we're saying, right? Or whether what we're saying should make you change your behavior. I don't want you to start there. We've done our job. If you just consider what we're saying is it true is it not true is it reasonable is it unreasonable right is it grounded in some sort of reality mm -hmm. did it did it did it make you consider something you may not have considered before right like that's all right. we're trying to do you know is is give you the opportunity to consider some things consider some perspectives consider some ideas you may not have considered before like that's all that you have to do right now if you then go from considering it and saying wow that's valid i never thought about that and then you take some steps to change something you're doing or mm -hmm. change a way you thought about things that's cool but it's not required mm. that's why i'm not decorative i'm not always right. trying to make my case i'm saying what i think right and you can consider it that's all you need to do is consider the reality or the truth or the perspective of what Justin what? and I are saying and talking about. That's it. Right. So that's one listening style. Yes. That style, we'll just call it A because we're going in this order. Mm -hmm. Now, for the next style, when it's Sunday morning or once service gets back to going and we have our Friday night services or whatever, and you're on the pulpit preaching, what's the style that you want your uh, parishioners and viewers now <laughs> to, uh, you know, what hat are they wearing then? So what I, the, the next step from considering again, cause this podcast is just information, but when I'm preaching mm -hmm. and I'll say this, I qualify this by saying, if you call me, definitely, if you call me your pastor mm -hmm. and absolutely, if you at least believe me to be a preacher believe me to be a man of God, even if I'm not your pastor, right? If you just, right. you know, you happen upon or you check out LAM's broadcast or you, I'm coming to your church and I happen to preach. So if I fall into one or two categories, I'm your pastor mm -hmm. or you at least believe me to be a man of God. You have to go past considering the truthfulness of the topic because now I'm speaking in the position as a man of God. Mm -hmm. So now you, you must go from considering. Now you consider first. That's always the first thing. Cause I don't want you to assume every preacher, what they said to you is true. Right. You do have to consider whether or not what they're saying is true. Right. Is it according to scripture? Does it line up with scripture? Mm -hmm. You know, that's first. But once you do that, then you must search yourself okay you have to okay. if you're listening to me preach and you believe me to be a man of god you listen to what i'm saying you determine if it is accurate as it, as it pertains to the scripture right. not you first you say is what he's saying scripture okay it is now i must search mm -hmm. myself and see where and how i can apply it you cannot you cannot dismiss a word whether it's taught or preached from from a pastor or a man of God without considering where and how you can apply it. 
okay. or searching. Mm. Don't if it offends you, that's even more reason to search. Right. You have to. I don't. That's why I said it before. I didn't like when people say I don't like when people say, Pastor, you did a great job today. <laughs> I'm not looking to do a great job. I'm looking to say a truth from the scriptures yeah. that you found a way to apply to an area of your heart, mm-hmm. your mind, of your life. And you must, if it is indeed scriptural, search for a place to apply. Mm-hmm. And all thy getting, get an understanding. I could go, um, you know, you have to incline your ear unto wisdom and apply your heart to understanding is what, what Proverbs say. This is the thing that yeah. I think people do when listening to preaching yeah is they don't incline their heart to understanding we okay. can, because we get defensive uh-huh because we can feel hurt because we can feel emotional we stopped attempting to understand it because when you understand the matter you know where it goes you mm-hmm. know how it's used you know where it's applied so that's why he says you have to incline like literally Turn your ear like, okay, I came here to listen today. Uh-huh. I didn't come here to agree or disagree. I came here to right, listen right, today. Right. That's that's where I think we get church mixed up a lot of times is we like preachers that make us agree. And I used mm-hmm. to be a knucklehead, but I wasn't wrong. <laughs> I remember when I was a young preacher, I yeah. was preaching, I was fussing, and everybody said amen. And I said, don't tell me amen. <laughs> Stop it. Stop telling me amen. What do you say to the truth, though? <laughs> you, I don't, I don't want you to say amen because I yeah. don't care. Because and this was again me being a young, yeah, you know, I was a, a, a spitfire. I don't care if you agree with me. I care if you're listening. If you're ch- planning on doing something with what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and that was my, that was my sentiment. I said, stop telling me amen. Now, of course, I got in trouble because my dad was out of town and they called and told him <laughs> this young, this young boy up here fussing at us and telling us to be quiet and stop telling me amen. He's being mean. And my pop said, come on, son. You, got you know, now, and I said all the time, I take all the amens I can get. But it is not about yeah. you agreeing boisterously. Right. It's about you understanding where and how you can apply. Be mm-hmm. ye not hearers of the word. But doers. doers. That's that's LAM's mantra. Mm-hmm. Not just hearers, but doers of the word also. So that's that's what you have to be doing when you're hearing preaching. Is is it true? And then searching yourself. Searching. Yeah. Cause because your immediate response might be that doesn't apply to me. You're not talking about me. Mm. You're not talking about me. But when you search yourself to see where it applies to you, that's when you're doing some good listening mm-hmm. to a preacher. Amen. Like that's what a lot of popular preachers are preachers that people can I get amen? Can agree with. Right. And where I come from, the preacher get up there and if his message isn't going well, he'll just slide into the things he knows everybody agrees with and everybody <laughs> will start amen. And if there's certain churches you go to, all I got to do, if my message ain't going well, is go but the baptisms in Jesus name and everybody going to say amen. We all know that. <laughs> I know you know that in here. That's why yeah. I said it. Or I, or, 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 or you start, that's, that's what's wrong with these, they, these churches letting down the standard. You go. We're gonna get an amen. I say something about gay people. We're gonna get an amen. I say something about Donald Trump. I'm gonna get an amen. And I always attempt in my preaching, and I think this is why I'm not always a mainstream preacher, to avoid those, you know, platitudes, those quips, Mm -hmm. you know, um, those well worn sayings that are easy to elicit Mm -hmm. amens, right? Um, but when listening to preaching, me in particular, I want you to be, is what I'm saying truthful? Do you understand what I'm saying? And then search for a place, even if it offended you, search for a place to apply it. Right. I mean, and I, and I think I heard you say, especially if it offended you. Especially if it offends you. Okay. Okay. I am listening. See if, that, if, if, it's, if, if, if you have deemed it to be scriptural. Right. Right. And it offends you. Oh, that means you got some work to do. Right, 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 right. Definitely. Definitely. Can't dismiss that. Mm-hmm. Can't dismiss that. 
Tell your neighbor. Uh oh, now you get me. Because one of two things has to happen, right? And I know it. And that's even if if is if it's true and you're offended now. What's gonna move the truth or you? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people will listen to their offense more than they will listen to the truth, and that's why I say self-centered people will believe their offense means I don't need to listen to that. Right. Right. So that that's where again, like you say, it steps to it. Like you first have to mm-hmm. consider. Yes. Right. Because then once the offense comes, it shuts down Shut, if you never yeah. even considered it. Considered. That's why I said the first things first, you have to be able to do the work of just listening and considering and ensuring you understood. Yeah. Because it, it's ultimately building like we're with the three things and we're going to go yep. on to C. And, and we are. Yep. I just want to make sure you got this one mm-hmm. before we land here on C because that's where it really the rubber meets the road per se. Right. Yes. Um. When you have on the, uh, we'll call it the pastoral hat in its essence of pastoring and counseling. That's that's the word I want. Yeah. So when you're like counseling for whatever reason, what it is with uh, people who come to you for counsel, what is the listening hat and the listening mode that you want said person to be in, said couple to be in, said group to be in? Yeah. So ultimately, we're doing the building blocks of good listening, period. Right. So right. with. With the podcast, you don't have to agree mm-hmm. or disagree. Consider it and do the work of understanding what we're saying. That's it. Yep. Now, when you come to church and hear me as a pastor or a man of God, servant of God, mouthpiece of God, representative of God, ambassador for Christ, whatever you want to call it. Now, you do the first step. You consider. Ensure that you understand what it's saying. Yep. What I'm saying. That's the first building block. Then you move to the next of searching for where and how you can apply. Now, the next step after you've done those things, if we are having an individual conversation, a conversation as a couple, or I'm speaking to you directly. Mm -hmm. Now, your job in that instance is to not agree or disagree. Mm -hmm. It is to hearken. Hearken. It is to respond okay it's like the proverbs writer says um uh hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in the latter end or he also says this in proverbs 1 and 33 but whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of of evil not who agrees with me Mm because this is what people get confused when you come to get counseling from me or a pastor or an authority figure. And again, and this, 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 like this, again, people, a lot of people don't know how to do this. Well, even in the natural world, they'll argue with their doctor or they'll sit down (laughs) with their attorney and tell their attorney that he or she is wrong is you have to be able to identify when it's time to just listen, Mm -hmm. not agree or disagree, listen and respond to what's being shared with you. Mm-hmm. I don't bring people into people. I don't ask people to come into my office so we can, so I can convince you. <laughs> if I am your pastor or your leader, or if, and if you're not a member of this church, I'm talking about you going to your pastor. If yeah. they are your pastor or your leader, you have put them in a position to say, okay, on certain matters and at certain crossroads, it's not about me agreeing or disagreeing with your thought. It's about me agreeing with your authority and with your position. Right. That's right, what right, I, right. when I'm sitting here, I'm agreeing not with your idea. I'm agreeing with who you say God says you are. Right. 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 So therefore I must hearken. I must listen. I must respond. If, if I, if somebody I'm not coming, bring, I don't bring people into my office to debate with them. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. I don't bring them into the office to con- to convince them. I bring them in the office to instruct them. That's why the Bible also says, and y'all know it, and I ain't telling you nothing you don't know. <laughs> I'm not telling you, especially my church folk. Right. This is the part we listen, folks. Samuel 15. This is almost kind of transitioning into a spiritual takeaway. Samuel 15 and 22. And Samuel said, hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold to obey is better than sacrifice. 
Obedience mm-hmm. is better than sacrifice. And to hearken than the fat of rams. So mm-hmm. obedience is better than sacrifice. Right. And listening to hearken is to listen. Mm-hmm. It's better than the fat of rams. Some of you guys, listen, let me let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. When we put too much stock in our agreement or disagreement, mm-hmm. we take God off the throne. Oh. Because what God receives is obedience and listening. This is what a lot of folks don't understand. Let me, and again, now this, this is, you could agree or disagree. I want you to consider this. Right. We're on the podcast. Consider. Right. Consider. God honors sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So the, the juxtaposition in Samuel is what God is receiving. And we know he receives sacrifice, but you juxtapose that between obedience and listening. And obedience and listening are things God receives and do, and he decides what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So obedience to things you don't agree with or understand gets a response from God. Okay. Listening sometimes even when you don't agree is what gets God to then move on your behalf. That's what a lot of church folks are missing of letting the favor of God be released in their life mm-hmm. is because they think agreement is what is required. No, it's listening. Do what the Bible says do. Do, do what, what you instruction what you are instructed to do and that's what God will use to bless you. Okay. okay. If you only do at the level you agree with, you will never do to the level that God desires from us is because our flesh is never our ways. His ways are not our ways. Uh-huh. We put too much stock in understanding and in agreeing. And I take this as a person that loves to read, mm-hmm. loves to understand, hopefully by listening to the podcast, however long you've listened, you yeah. know, Pastor Dorian doesn't, I don't attempt to follow God ignorantly. Mm-hmm. But I have people say have, that have said to me, you serve God like an ignorant person. Okay. And I take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, they, say you, like... they, they say you serve God like an ignorant, like like those like ignorant people do. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. because as much learning as I attempt to do, I just try to just do what the Bible says do, even if I don't understand it. Like they equate that with doing what ignorant people do. They think a lot of times like ignorant people yeah. sometimes are you know, um, the ones that take the Bible most literally and just do what it says. And a lot of people, you know, um, the more learning they do, the more, you know, they lean on that. Yeah. But as much learning as I do, I know obedience is better than sacrifice and listening the fat of rams. So even when I don't understand, listening is what Pastor Doran is going to do. Because you got to know nobody runs into things they have a difference of opinion on more than your boy. <laughs> I am an opinionated person. Is that a fact? By nature. All right. Cass, we show up with an opinion <laughs> and we believe it's right from birth. That's just what we do. It's what you do, huh? So I, I'm, I'm very opinionated and I'm saying mm-hmm. what I know, not what I heard. And I'm saying mm-hmm. that not as somebody that's in a position that want a lot of people to listen to him. Because mm-hmm. y'all, you guys will notice, you got to give me the credit. I don't mess with a lot of folk. I ain't running around trying to tell a lot of folk what to do in their personal lives. That's why I, I, I feel comfortable and confident saying this is because I'm not trying to run around getting people to mm-hmm. do what I tell them to do. It's right. actually a very, you know. Still uncomfortable with it, huh? Very uncomfortable thing. Okay. Okay. Very uncomfortable thing to do. Like I'm not, you know, running around looking to tell people what to do. So I feel confident in saying this, not because I know you will be blessed by doing what I say do. I say this because I've been blessed by doing what I've been told to do. Okay. okay. That that as a pastor, I'm 39 years old. Nobody has been, well, I don't want to say nobody, but I, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I got bona fides in being submitted. Like I, You can check my record. You can check my credentials mm-hmm. on being submitted and, 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 and. Doing what I've been instructed to do, even when I didn't agree, even when I didn't understand. And I believe God has blessed me because obedience is better than sacrifice, not understanding, not agreeing, 
not feeling good about and listening, hearkening. You can't be hard-headed and be blessed by God. Mm. You just can't be. You can't be hard-headed. You can't be easily offended because, again, some people, their offense is what causes them to not listen. Right, right. But that's why Jesus says, blessed is he who is not offended in me. <laughs> You're blessed if you yeah. cannot be offended because you can still listen even when you don't understand. Disciples said to Jesus, when Jesus talked about you must eat my flesh and drink my blood, right. I just asked him, will you leave also? And they said it, Jesus, we don't understand what you're saying. They said, this is a hard, King it's James, a hard, said, yeah. this is a hard saying. Who can know it? Right, right. Meaning, like I can't. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, nobody. I no, can't. Nobody I knows. Can't, I, I, I can't. I can't get with what you're saying. Right. Right. That's that's that. That's why that crossroad is a serious juxtaposition that we can't ignore when we come to those places in our lives. That's. I ain't saying you gotta act like you happy about it. Yeah. Like I don't get it, and I don't get it, Pastor Dorian, why you would ask me to do such a thing. Mm hmm. And when we're sitting down and I'm talking directly to you. Right. It's a hard saying who can know it, but if you believe, and again, because I know, I know everybody that's listening to this doesn't go to this church, but if you believe your pastor to be a man or woman of God yep. who has been entrusted to watch for your soul, right? listening is better than sacrifice and obedience, or obedience is better than sacrifice and listening. Yes. Listen. <laughs> that's what I need you to do. Podcast, just consider. It's fine. It's cool. Just just consider and see and genuinely do the work of trying to understand what we're talking about. When when you're listening to preaching, you do that first step and then you incline your heart to understanding. You you try to apply it. You try to, you know, be doers of the word and not hearers only. So every day, Sunday, Tuesday, you walk away trying to do something different. Mm -hmm. based upon what you've heard and that's the benefit or beauty or you know the freedom of that instance is you get to choose where to apply it right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then when you sit down with the pastor right you don't get to choose where to apply it <laughs> you are told where to apply it and listen it's better than the fat of rams that you came out of your leadership and again, because I I, my, I I only believe the authority I have in that instance comes from the scriptures. Like it doesn't come from my opinion, right? It comes from the scriptures. I, I will say that unreservedly that a pastor's authority extends only as far as the scriptures say, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not speaking for pastoral abuse. Right. I'm saying his counsel extends as far as the scriptures extend and as far as his counsel is biblical right scriptural right, right right so again we're laying the foundation i said that the, of understanding and agreeing is that it's scriptural right so exactly you know that's 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 i guess i probably do need to say that because i'm <laughs> sure some people will be debating with me especially people who have had negative experience with pastors who yeah. have abused their authority and their power but guess what and i know there are people out there and mm -hmm. they they may be personally offended by be saying listen to your pastor and they would immediately if they were in this room respond with well this pastor's out there that's taking advantage of people and they're yeah i know that don't change what the scriptures say right it just doesn't it just doesn't it doesn't. I know some of y'all have been a it have been in abusive relationships with pastors. It don't change that obedience is better than sacrifice and listening than the fatter rams. It doesn't change it. Now, I guarantee if you were talking to me, that's why I don't want you to because a lot of people, their past experience, mm -hmm. you, if if you're arguing with me. If you're listening to this right now and you've been <laughs> arguing with me for the last 15, 20 minutes yeah. because of your past experience, you're self-centered and you're doing the very thing right. I said don't do. Don't center yourself and don't agree or disagree with what I'm saying based upon your personal experience. Either what I'm saying on its own outside of you is something to be considered and has some truth to it or it doesn't. That's it. Not because of what you've gone through and what you know. Right. On its own. Now, that's why I'm asking people, and I just want to reiterate what I said last podcast. I ain't trying to pastor you over this podcast. 
if you've had that kind of experience with your pastor, trust me, if we sat down and talked, we would be talking about this in light of that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I would be, we would be talking about that. Right. 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 We will, we would have discussed how and why you came to LAM in the first place and what went on that made you leave the church you were at. And, and trust me, the counsel you received would be in light of that. Don't, don't, don't be offended at my talk of trusting pastors because you have had a bad experience with trusting a pastor when I'm not talking to you. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about the subject, right? I'm talking about the topic. I'm not talking to you I'm talking about the subject, right? Does that, does that, you know, like, does that make sense? I'm talking about the subject, not right, you. Right. I'm not even talking about a crooked pastor. I'm talking about the subject. Right. Something that we can acknowledge does exist. And I acknowledge crooked pastors exist. I right. acknowledge abusive pastors exist. Cults exist. Right. You know, manipulation exists. I acknowledge all those things exist, but they don't change. But the Bible still is true. And, and. And the Bible is still true and truth is still true. Mm. You know what I mean? Just even a broader concept. Yes. Personal experience. And that's one of the things that I believe is, is a challenge in our current society is personal experience and personal truths make us act like there's an objective truth doesn't exist. Right. Right. And even though your personal experience may be different, that does not tear down an objective truth. Right in our society, and you can take from that because I don't want us. To, we already. I mean, we hit, we got our truth sub conversation, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's <you> my know. <laughs> truth. Exactly. Yeah, we do. We do. So yeah, go listen to that one. That and a lot of church people do that, and a lot of you guys were probably like amen and us on that my truth conversation because on social issues you might agree with us, but if you can't consider. The truth of what's been said because of your personal experience. Yeah. You're a my truther. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mention that because that is one of our top 10 episodes, My Truth. Oh, is it? Yep. It's uh, it's it's right up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, go back and as far listen. as listening. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that was uh, a real good listening exercise. I uh, hope so hopefully. because, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, I was intentionally fairly demonstrative and my point because I want to mm-hmm. challenge your ability mm-hmm. to just listen and attempt to understand. And then I do want to make the invitation and I don't do this on the podcast often. Mm. I do want to make the invitation to anybody that is a member of LAM and I am your pastor. That is something I've said on the podcast you struggle with If this particular topic you struggle with. Let's talk. Like, come see me. Yeah. And I want to make that call, Kim. If you have my cell phone, don't text me because <laughs> I get so many text messages. It's so many folk mad at me because they can't get a text message back from me. That's, I just, that's not, you. I, I, I did that too long because I felt mm-hmm. disingenuous to go call, call the secretary. You know, so I would yeah. give my cell phone number to everybody trying yeah. to stay personable. And yeah. it was just a bad idea because. Now they mad, not because I told them to talk to the secretary, but because they text me and I texted the the 10 people before that one <laughs> or I read it. You know, you read it and you get called to do yeah. something else and you and, and not, it's not an alert anymore. It's exactly. It's not highlighted because it's red. And yep. I, you know, so I don't even if you have my cell phone. Yes. Call the office and set a meeting and I, you know. Mm-hmm. We we can we can work through it. Don't be offended. I'm just talking. I'm not talking to you. Yeah, and like he said, I'm just gonna tell y'all. Don't be offended. It's hard for me to get a text back, y'all. Don't worry. <laughs> I would I would I would even go to say I bet you his mother would agree. Cause oh, she would. <laughs> I know. She would. I, Unfortunately, I, it's nothing personal. Not my wife. Text I text my wife back. No, nah, see, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, yeah, um, he's got that out there, guys. So take him up on it if it was something you wanted to do. Uh, that being said, um, I think we really did a good job expounding upon what we're trying to do Indeed. and what listening is and how you can find something to take away from that. <laughs> uh, but just a little bit of our classic uh, off topic to land the episode, call it home, because uh, it falls right into the listening to people and hearing what they're trying to say. 
the NFL um, has recently come out with an apology, a public apology from their commissioner, Roger mm-hmm. Goodell. And he said, we should have been listening long ago to our players. And I'm not reading his quote verbatim. And their cries for the social injustice is going on in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was more so addressing the whole kneeling again with the, uh, on the national anthem thing. Yes. That was kind of what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Didn't he say they got it wrong? That's that's it. He said, we got it wrong. What'd you think about his whole, you know, how'd you feel about this? I didn't feel much, mm-hmm. you know, NASCAR is making statements now. So, <laughs> NASCAR, you know, it's economically expedient yeah. to make statements mm-hmm. now. Um, so, I'm not impressed or moved by anything anybody is saying right now mm-hmm. um, or any gestures right now. Um, you know, like the Democrats wearing kente cloth and kneeling, like that's <sighs> bordering on absurdity. It was fried chicken and watermelon. It was. It was bordering on absurdity. Like this is just absurd. But unfortunately, but so don't many, you feel like as a billion dollar corporation they have to say something, or it almost comes off as you know like we don't care. So this because it's they, so they ex- did. You know? They they had to say something, and they had backed themselves into a corner mm-hmm. where they had to say something about that because they right. had had such a you know public dispute. Yes. About that, which is why I again, I wasn't really moved by it because Mm -hmm. I know if they sat in a room, somebody told them, hey, listen, if you're going to tell folks you believe black lives matter. Right. If you do not address where you stood before, it would actually make matters worse. (laughs) Right. They would have just tried to come out with a statement like they've been neutral all this time and Mm -hmm. not addressed it. So I understand like strategically. Right. They had to address their mm-hmm. their past. They didn't have a choice, right? Um, okay, I mean, because like when you say you didn't feel anything, I actually was just boiled by it because again, you know my stance with the whole Kaepernick thing, and it's like the fact that they did not say his name and say that mm-hmm. we did him any sort of way. And I know maybe it's some legal matters in there, but to at least mention him in that, I don't want to hear it. Let alone if you want me to really be, if you really sorry. And you really want to apologize? I want his four years back pay. Four years at average quarter starting quarterback salary in NFL for the four years he's been out. I'm not even asking for a tryout. We passed it. I mean, you want to give him a tryout, please. But pay him his money back. Put your money where your mouth is. It ain't nothing but probably 120 million to y'all, give or take. Well, you know he had that settlement. Separate from the settlement. I'm the saying settlement, he had that settlement. You know they cut him some cheese. Right, but the settlement was uh, was separate from an apology. That was a out of court because he was feeling he was blackballed. An apology is an apology. Say my name. <laughs> so that's why I don't. I wasn't moved by it. I wasn't necessarily angered by it. Because mm-hmm. um, this is the thing. I I do. It's a billion dollar organization. Like. There are a lot of things that they have to consider, right? You know, in their statements and in their remarks, and how much um, there's been lawsuits, and how much mm-hmm. you know culpability that they would can expose themselves to, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So I get it, right? Because if we say we were wrong to Colin Kaepernick, that's a whole different animal, yeah. legally, and what you expose yourself to. Sure, and I would understand a multi-billion dollar organization being careful about what they expose themselves to because anybody should as a church we are mm-hmm. you know corporately despite what you because what you want to do is you want to still remain in control of the right you're going to do mm-hmm. right and how you're going to execute it because if you go too far being contrite they're going to take that out of your hands and the judge is going to be telling you what to do and how to do it and, you know, how much to give and all of that. So I do. Yeah. I believe that that probably had something to do along with just the pride of the NFL owners. Right. Um, But I wasn't moved either way. I wasn't necessarily made angry yeah. or good, felt good by it because yeah. it doesn't matter until we see. The one thing I wanted to do is say, where's Jay-Z? 
you and yo, yeah. you, it's time to move on from kneeling and let's do the yeah. next thing. And like you, and now they're apologizing. Where you at? You gonna apologize too? Yeah. You was doing all that glad handing and back slapping and laughing with oh, Roger Goodell, man. and he had to apologize for that. Yeah. And where you at, bro? Where and where are all the people who were on Team Jay Z when this was going on? And too? we talked about it on this here podcast. Yes, sir. Where are you guys at? Please, yeah, is his apology y'all coming up? Quiet. Is his apology on deck? Yeah. So that was you know just a little off topic with that one. You know because sports are starting to ramp back up. It we'll is. be able to have more of that to go. Lord Jesus. And I did say earlier that things. I didn't miss sports as much as I did, but the yeah. prospect of the NBA playoffs, <laughs> Justin. Oh my man. mouth is watering, man! Like it's, like how do you feel about that? We got a couple before no, we late. Okay, but it's, it's it's but I feel really good about it. You like that format? I like the format. Okay, I like the teams that they called and yeah. kind of how they set it up. I'm yeah. I'm with it. I'm a fan. All right, perfect. Because I figure I didn't want to jump on it too much because it's some weeks away. Yeah, yeah. and when it happens, we can really dig we can into talk it. Talk through it more. Yes. All right, man. Well, like you say, it's running late, man. We did a good job, or I liked it. Thank you so much. Appreciate, Appreciate you watching. Always. See you next time. I'll give it to you.